Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we're our Green Wisdom Health, home of your low-cost lab work, where you don't have to guess at what's going on with your health. We actually test by using lab work to assess where you are with your nutritional values. And speaking of nutritional values, we have a very exciting show today about obesity, because it is prevalent in our society. And today's show is called the Obesity Crisis, because it literally is a crisis here in America. Uh, For those of you listening in other countries, I know it's not that big of a crisis for you there, because you guys get better food. Uh, So Dr. Lewis is going to talk to us today a little bit about why so many of our children are now overweight Uh, when that used to be a very rare thing, and why America itself is so much overweight. So with that being said, Dr. Lewis, I'm hoping you're going to educate us and help us all get skinny. Well, I don't know about that. I promise you today I'm going to go down a lot of rabbit trails. Uh, I appreciate your phone calls and emails and the people that drop by locally. We just got an email from a lady named Lisa. That said, I enjoy the information that you and Janet give on these podcasts, and because of that, my son has da 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 and it's like, thank you for listening. For the folks out there, thank you for sharing. The best thing sometimes you can do for yourself to get healthy is to help others get healthy. It's more of a matter of uh, mind and spirit and how you focus that, and yes, you have to do some things physically, too. And I've been on a lot of podcasts lately and uh, going on another one in about 30 minutes. So uh, it, this will be down the rabbit trail, I promise you. But what started this was this week we had this thing, you know, it scrolls across Good Morning America, which Jen and I have trouble listening to because they're always <laughs> very negative. Um, but it scrolled about uh, before long, cancer is going to be. Uh, the second leading killer behind obesity. Wow, really? <clears throat> that's that's scary. But there's a big link between the two. And we get people that come in here and say, well, if I just lose weight, everything else take care of itself. I said, well, if you take care of everything else and get healthy, you'll lose weight. But the problem is we've become a society where we want it instantly and we're not willing to suffer. And it's like, oh, well, I'm hungry. It's like, well, so what? Have you never been hungry? It's about courage. You know, sometimes you just have to have the courage. You know, like the old thing that says nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. And it's like, well, you know, sugar's my issue, too. I relate it to mother's love when I got off the school bus a million years ago. And, you know, cancer's probably a, probably the scariest diagnosis you can get. But obesity is like, well, we're not going to do any body shaming. This is healthy and I'm happy. It's like, well, I'm glad you're happy. And, yeah, you can get along and do good. But if you're overweight... You're not healthy. You're lying well, I think to yourself. A, I think a lot of it is so many people are overweight that when someone sees someone else that is, they just assume that that's normal because so many people are overweight. So they, where we used to look at it differently was like, oh, wow, what's going on with them? Because they've gained a lot of weight. Now it's just commonplace to see everybody being large. So our perception has changed. And, and sometimes we mix up what's common versus what's normal we say well it's common therefore it's normal no it's not really um so i'm gonna go down a lot of rabbit trails my apologies to amanda and to jonathan i'm gonna do it anyway uh i hear this all the time people say but i eat 
good. And, of course, I'm a Lewis, so I roll my eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if eating good is getting you this way, you need to start eating Snickers and ice cream. And I'm, I'm never that impolite, but um, I, I, I gain weight over stress and how I eat incorrectly. Janet, not so much. But, but people say, I'm doing everything right. And some of the people really are. And they get at the end of the rope, and they need to lose 40 pounds, but then they come in. Since they're at the end of the rope, they don't have the patience to kind of hang in there a lot of times. And sometimes people make food choices, and they're not really as good as you think they are. And sometimes it makes you bloated and tired. Well, that's a big indicator you need digestive enzymes. Uh, Sometimes people use a butter substitute, and they don't realize that is super inflammatory oils that you don't need uh they they do grains you want to lose weight quit eating grains and you're supposed to keep your sugars or the high glycemic vegetables uh down to where you're only getting about 25 grams or you get it under 50 grams a day of simple carbohydrates and sugars you'll most likely lose weight but what people do say well i eat i like the salad dressing i'm eating a healthy salad but the little packages of salad dressing, oh, they taste good, so let's go for two or three. And, and what happens is it's full of inflammatory oils, even though you think it's healthy, and and then wash it down with a diet soda. Well, you've heard me say aspartame not only contributes to obesity, but dementia and all kinds of other things as well. We've known that since the 1970s. Why that stuff's on the market, I don't know. <clears throat> Go talk to your Congress about it. Um, but these people that are trying to eat healthy, and, and I, I applaud the effort, uh, but you still get hungry. And sometimes I can eat a meal, and it's like I'm hungry later, and I find out, well, maybe that meal wasn't that healthy. And, oh, probiotics, which I hope I have time to get into. Um, but sometimes people are eating too much and too many calories, but they're still malnourished. So you have to make sure they're nutrient dense, not calorie dense, but nutrient dense. So if you're lacking in minerals and vitamins and enzymes, you kind of stay a little bit hungrier than you should. And, you know, one of the things I tell people is you have a life force, you have a spirit, but you've got to encourage it and not succumb to discouragement. You know, that's the big kicker, and and, and I'm subject to that too. Janet's been a really good uh, help for me. But these diets, they're, they're pro-inflammatory. Uh, breakfast, sometimes it's a roll. Well, well, there you go. You've got your grains. If you're eating grains, that's terrible. If it's a butter substitute, when I eat butter, I eat real butter, and I mean I eat the holy heck out of it uh, because... You know, the fake butter is uh, 60-something percent inflammatory omega-6 oils. I refuse to eat that stuff. Um, Maybe on the sandwich, the meat might be okay if it's not full of the nitrates and nitrites. Um, Stay away from grains. I said that, I know. But, for example, I've got this friend, wonderful, wonderful guy. He goes out and he blesses people right and left, and he has a happy, happy life. And... He said, but I'm overweight. I said, you eat bad stuff. And and I said, well, you need to quit eating grains. He says, no, the United States Department of Agriculture says do 6 to 11 servings of grains a day. 
And I said, when you had an FFA calf, what'd you feed it to get it fat? He said, grain. He said, oh my God, you caught me. And I said, you're about to have some sort of heart instance. You need to, you know, change your diet, see a cardiologist. And about three weeks later, his girlfriend called me and says, Dr. Lewis, he's in the hospital. He had an instant. You know, most of us men don't have heart attacks. We have incidents with our heart. That's another way we lie to ourselves. And she says, please don't tell him I told you so. And I said, honey, you know I'm going to tell him I told you so. And he finally did lose, I don't know, 7,500 pounds. But he had to go through his incident before it scared the holy heck out of him for him to, you know, give up drinking that 18 pack of beer a day and eating all those grains. And yes, beer's made from grain. It's not really a healthy thing either. Man, and I'm getting so personal. Is cereal. You know, yeah, that's the other thing that people think they can eat every morning is cereal. I, I don't know how many people go. Really, is that a grain? Okay, yes. They, they think corn is a vegetable. No, corn is a grain, and and I like corn. I do better with corn than I do wheat. Wheat's one of the nastiest things you can put in your body for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, we're here in East Texas, you know, it's, uh, it's heavy Hispanic influence. So it's, hey, give me some chips and salsa. Um, and, yeah, it, it hurts. Uh, you can get by with stuff like quinoa and brown rice, and, you know, that has some issues. How many people really and truly eat broccoli, spinach, kale, asparagus, and string beans? I do. I have it in my my smoothie mix that we have here that uh yeah the all of our greens deeper greens mm-hmm. yeah that stuff tastes good too because if you can't eat it and you know many places don't serve good vegetables if you go like i hate to name it we have a cafeteria here in town that we ate at today and i looked at their food and they had something called a spinach souffle and it was a big square about the size she's saying we it was me that did it <laughs> it was about the size of an iphone and i thought what is in that and dr lewis ordered it because it looked well it was large it was, and healthy i guess like a big big iphone or two of them <laughs> and i asked him i said what is in a spinach souffle he said i think it's a bunch of cheese which you know cheese is good for then I cut into Something. it, and it was like a, a piece of Wonder Bread in the middle of it. Yeah, I, I'm like, that, some of these vegetables are serving you are just not healthy, so that's why I drink mine. Yeah, and, you know, we eat good vegetables when we can, and hopefully, I mean, who knows how much of this stuff I'm going to get around to, but butter, yes, eat butter, eat butter, eat all kinds of butter. Make sure it's good butter. It's better if it's grass-fed and or organic is much, much better. We carry gold. It's not organic, but that's about as good as you can get, I think, without going organic. Uh, Some of the oils that are poison and or inflammatory is canola, corn oil, vegetable oil. Uh, Kind of the jury's out on peanut oil. It's probably not good, but soybean oil, stay the, oh my God, stay away from that. Margarine is terrible, terrible. Olive oil would be great, except it's about 70% of them, they say, is adulterated, uh, you know, mixed with vegetable oil or canola. So I don't know what the really good olive oils are. Um, Stay away from canola. That's terrible. Safflower, that's nasty. Um, Well, let me ramble. Uh, Where do you want me to go now? Oh, one of the best things you can do to lose weight Restrict your calories. I had an article up on my uh, wall about 20 years ago that said rats that were left to eat as much as they won't lived half the lifespan. 
as rats that had their food restricted to half of the normal calories and the rats that restricted their diet continued into old age having a really vigorous sex life where the ones that ate everything they wanted, they got impotent. Yes, they talk about rats and impotence. Wow. Yeah, you should see the look on Janet's face. Don't get me know. started. I never know what he's going to come out with. I, I don't know what he reads. He reads all the time. And i got a memory once in a while works. I can tell you, though, from experience about eating, you know, people say, well, I'm just really hungry. What I've noticed, and Dr. Lewis explained this, and I think it would be great for you to explain it to the audience. I don't know where she's going. I hope to God I can bring that up in my memory. I hope he does, too. (laughs) We were eating the other day, and uh, we were eating a healthy taco, as healthy as a taco can be. Minus the corn tortilla, but everything else was great. And I ordered one taco, and after I got it, I was really disappointed because it was really tiny because it was a healthier taco. And um, I thought, well... Okay, I'm going to eat this, and then I'm going to go back up and get one more taco because I just know I'm not going to be full from this. So I had the taco, and then Dr. Lewis and I started talking, and maybe 10 or 12 minutes went by or something like that, and I thought, I'm not hungry anymore. I don't need a second taco, And and I told him, I said, why is that? I said, you know, I sat here for a little while, and now I'm full. And so would you explain what happens if people, you know, this is a free, free advice. You don't have to buy anything. (laughs) This is something that you can learn to do. I'm glad I remembered what she thought I was talking about. Uh, Physiologically, uh, it takes about 15 or 20 minutes for all of that to digest to the point that it sends signals to the brain that makes you feel satisfied. And that's why they, they, you know, they is a big word that means nothing, but they tell you to chew very thoroughly chew many times eat slowly have a conversation with whoever you're dining with slow down eat slowly and that way you eat half as much and that's one of the reasons that i eat a lot less is because it takes me a long time to swallow pills for some physical and some psychological reasons i guess but by the time I get through swallowing my digestive enzymes in the middle of my meal, I eat a whole lot less just because I've spent all that time swishing and swashing and, you know, making it go down. Well, you know, I've tried the thing where you chew so many times. That's a lot of work. It's really, it's a lot of work where you can't hold a conversation with someone and then sit and count how many times you're chewing this food. But but then you get better digestion because digestion starts in the mouth and most people don't leave it there long enough for their saliva to begin the digestive processes. So so maybe, you know, if you're eating by yourself and having lunch, eat some food, read a good book, or read something on your phone. God knows we're always on our phones. Take some time and read a little something on your phone and then come back and decide, hey, am I really still hungry? I bet you won't be. It it was really um, interesting is how much food you really don't need if you just give it a little time to digest. Well, and, and when you restrict the calories, that doesn't just work with mice and rats. You know, that works with all sorts of organisms. Even amoeba live twice as long if they restrict the calories. Uh, you know, the problem is, and, I, and I've said this before, it's it's not a sin to die. It's a sin to not live while you're here. And it's, I think, worse to die young because it takes a blooming long to learn how to live. You know, you got to make those stupid mistakes so you can be wise in your older age. But health is in your hands. It's about responsibility, and it's about responsibility, In at least in my definition, means the ability to respond. So 
I said the other day on a podcast, I've been on a guest, a guest on a lot of podcasts lately, but I keep him talking. Oh Lord. Um, <laughs> I'm tired and I need a drink. Um, I said, it's the guy says, well, aren't you what you eat? I said, no. And he was flabbergasted. He was speechless. And I said, it's not what you eat. It's what you absorb. And I said, it's not what you know. It's what you do. You know, knowing what to do is not the issue. Doing what you know is the issue. And yes, it takes a little work and it takes a little courage. And you have to uh, kind of put off the pleasure. But the rewards are so much greater further down the road. So, you know, you have to think about things of functional age. Uh, your life expectancy is like, you know, there, there's so much. And, and if you're susceptible to disease, the researchers say that you can actually influence your genetic expression. So if you have bad genes, you can influence it by around 90% by changing your environment and changing your diet, which means get the toxins out because you're going to get them uh, in your diet. But uh, the keto thing, uh, sorry, Janet, I'm going to jump off the rail here for a minute because I had a patient that asked me uh, to explain why they're having issues uh, with keto. And I said, well, okay. Um, the main thing about keto, and, and I'm more commonly, I, I like keto even better than paleo, but I'm more for the high-fat, moderate protein, and then copious amounts of vegetables. And these percentages will vary. Some people in keto say 70% fat, and I, I'm more like 50% fat, 30% really, really good vegetables, and 20% clean, grass-fed or or organic or pasture-raised meat um people say oh my god no fat makes you fat and then i ask them well 53 percent fat in your diet's bad and it's a horrible thing of course it's terrible i said that's your mother's breast milk so get over the fat thing fat's not bad for you if it's the right fat so to the two or three people that wanted me to go over the mistakes of keto um some people think it's just a quick fix, and you have to kind of you know, make it more of a lifestyle, which I'll get into that another question in a minute. You obsess over the scale. Uh, most people don't have the patience. Janet got a text while we were eating that healthy taco, but I've done this for two weeks, and I'm not young, rich, and good-looking. I haven't gotten my results. It's like, good Lord, it's been going on 15 years, and you're mad because in two weeks your physiology's not changed. I Folks. think a lot of people are at the end of their rope whenever they come to see us to start with. So they, yeah. they're, they're really, um, the time element is really different for them because they've their been patience ex- is yeah, less because they've been experiencing it for so long. And I've been that way. We all have. I'm just telling you what to do. Uh, a keto mistake is eating too much protein. When you eat more fat and you start burning fat for fuel what is uh, burning a gram of fat is nine calories versus burning sugars i think two or something like that so your body actually burns more energy uh, uses more calories to burn fat and then your brain starts working better Um, you know being afraid of fats which we talked about the wrong fats we talked about not drinking enough water my wife reminded me of that this morning thank you honey Sure. <clears throat> not enough sleep, and and that's a tough one. I've had some people say, well, you know, I, I can't sleep real well. And I said, well, try this product. And some people say, oh, it worked real well. Other people 
say, well, it didn't work. The ones that say, well, it didn't work, let's try something different are the ones we get good results with. And we've got some new stuff that it's like, oh, my God, it's called Cavanase, uh, which is creates serotonin and GABA. We'll get all, all into that someday with the neurotransmitters of the brain. Uh, you got to mix your meals up. You know, I see keto people, they're on you know a kick of this is the only meal I eat. Well, you need a little variety. That's kind of, I think, physiologically programmed in us to have differences, not different spouses, but different meals. Uh, and don't compare yourself to other people. Does that make sense? It does. Um, you know, one other thing you might want to mention is people that think that they they're just not um, able to to choose their food because their food kind of they look at something and the food chooses them. Shiner and bluebell and Snickers. It's amazing how much of that comes out of your gut and the wrong yeah. probiotics and bacteria. Because I can tell you, many years ago, I you know when the moon would be full, it was like bring on the Mexican food, bring on anything that we has. don't mean to be racist. We love our Hispanic brothers and sisters. Love Mexican food, <laughs> but you also know when you're doing too much of it, but you're craving it and you can't stop. But it's high in carbs, right? Because it's a problem in the gut. It's usually yeast making more cravings. It's you know, that's a good point. Janet just ordered me a book about uh, the importance of the microbiome and how, how it influences us. Um, I've got a lot of notes here on probiotics. I don't know if I'll get around to it. but um, Well, that's what people don't know. It's not their fault that they're craving no. those kind of things. And if you stick with something long enough and actually change the gut bacteria, you'll actually start making healthier choices. Because mm-hmm. when the full moon rolled around this time, I wanted vinegary things. <laughs> <laughs> so I know something's better because I'm not wanting yeasty things. So, you know, that just takes a long time to make, but, those, folks, make those choices. I want you to know I, I that that took so much restraint not to say anything. But, okay. Let's. His eyes rolled. Just go, go ahead. <laughs> just throwing my two cents in. Go ahead with your story. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've told some people, and, and they, they they wanted me to explain the difference between dieting versus being healthy. And, and it goes back to the mental focus. I can tell who's going to get well by whether they're focusing on what can be or the ones that won't get as good of results because they're focusing on what they have. The ones that have, well, oh, I was diagnosed 47 years ago. It's like, well, if you're still hanging on your diagnosis, you're never going to get well. Uh, to be healthy... You have to have the mentality that focuses on food for fuel, not food as the enemy. There's a difference in what you think versus the outcomes you get. You have to focus on your good habits rather than your bad habits. You have to think, oh, I'm going to do this forever, where if you're just on a diet, oh, I'm going to do this temporarily. You have to focus and speak things that you want for yourself versus things you don't like for yourself. And if I do this, I can be a blessing to my family versus, oh, well, I'm selfish. I want the extra piece of pie that's in the fridge. Uh, daily choices is, you know, you just make a one choice versus people that says, well, I'm going to get on the scale. And if it didn't change, I'm going to give up. And you have to think in being healthy, it's a lifelong journey that pays dividends versus the people that go on a diet and it's like when can i cross the finish line and then they go right back into exactly the problem they had before and did you know 95 percent 95 percent of people that go on a diet lose weight 
end up gaining it back plus some, which I talked in detail about that on another podcast. So don't go on a diet. Choose a lifestyle. Well, and honestly, there are people out there that are eating correctly. They're doing all the things mm-hmm. that you're talking about and I'm talking about. And they they really do have something else wrong on their lab. We've had several yes. come in here just this week. And, um, you know, they're, they were a little bit overweight. And they were wondering, well, why do I have all this anxiety? Why am I not losing weight? And um, run the lab. We, we ran several people's labs. Um, I'm just talking about the several in the last week that I'm thinking of. They were trying to lose weight. And um, they came back with thyroids that were not optimal, um, which means, yeah, your doctor told you it was in range, but it's not optimal. And I had one girl ask me yesterday, she said, well, why do they tell you it's okay? I said, because the range is so large that anywhere in there, if it falls in there, they tell you it's, it's normal. Well, that doesn't make it optimal they're confusing what's common with what's normal now correct so seriously there are times on the lab that it is really not your fault you're doing everything i uh you're exercising you're 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 doing everything you're eating right we see people with perfect a1c's which is a three-month blood sugar and they think oh there's something wrong with my diet there's nothing wrong with their diet it's because their thyroid wasn't right or their digestion's terrible right or some of them have underlying viruses going on that their body's trying to fight off so they're gaining weight some of them are anemic and don't know they are so they have high anxiety and then they can't lose weight because they have no energy at all and simply fixing their iron which did not show up on the regular panel because no one ran a ferritin which is the stored iron so if you're in that category and you're thinking hey i'm doing all these things and i still have a problem you're not alone you know do the lab that's why we do it at low cost we run 12 lab panels for 298 dollars right now and it's available on our website. I put it in the show notes. It's called the Comprehensive Panel. It includes Dr. Lewis's consultation to go over everything going on with you. We include what to take to fix it. And we also give you a functional medicine report so you can see it in black and white with red and green checks on good and bad about what's going on with your health. So there's no reason not to know. And if you're thinking, hey, we all are in Texas, we can't do that. Yes, you can. We do it across the United States. There's generally a lab that is close to you. We use Quest. And all you have to do is go on our website to greenwisdomhealth.com, fill out the health survey. Dr. Lewis generally calls you and talks to you about what's best for you. Because Janet's working her butt off, and she has less time than I do. He's just so much more knowledgeable. Oh, you're full of it. And he can help figure out which way to guide you or which which lab panel is best for you, and then... We can figure out, well, why are you not losing weight? So when you put a combination of the right products in and you keep doing the good things that you're doing, you start seeing the results that you're looking for. And to see someone's face whenever that happens is is the best feeling for us because we've had another couple of them that's come in this week that has said, I'm finally losing weight. I'm not even really having to try. I'm just doing what I normally do and it's beginning to really come off. So, you know, there's two sides to this. There's people that need to change what they're eating. Right. And there's, and there's people that are really trying to do the right thing yeah. and can't get over the finish line. So yeah. that's the lab. That's true. Uh, so, folks, you know, if you have to look at the ingredients, you're eating the wrong stuff. I'm going to read just a few ingredients here. This is out of a list of 37. Enriched bleach white flour, um, corn syrup, sugar, high fructose corn syrup, 
partially hydrogenated vegetable and or animal shortening, soybean, cottonseed, and or canola oil, beef fat, dextrose, uh, leavenings, uh, glucose, cornstarch, let's see, monocalcium phosphate, soy protein isolate, that'll give you man boobs, um, polysorbate 60, soy lecithin, soy flour, cornstarch, cellulose gum, sodium sterol lactylate, natural and artificial flavorings, sorbic acid, yellow 5 and red 40, which are known to cause cancer. Uh, and that's just a partial list. And if you have to read something like that, you need to stay, the, oh my God, stay away from it because that's a partial list of Twinkies. Never go bad on the shelf, and they'll once on your lips, forever on your hips, so stay the heck away from it. And if you're craving that kind of stuff, we have something called 5-HTP, which is... Um, this is a specially uh, absorbable type here. Yeah, you've probably seen it over the counter, but it's not this 5-HTP. Um, this is a pharmaceutical grade, which we call the peace of God in a bottle, and it really does help cravings. It helps you not want the bad stuff. Um, Many men get it stirred in their coffee, and they do not know it. Honey, are you doing that to me? No. And it really helps with OCD. Her eyes said yes. No. Uh, (laughs) I personally take uh, up to three of these per day, and it really does help the cravings. It mentally helps you make better choices. Help her put up with me. And it also helps you lose weight. Yeah, because your mind feels satisfied. Right. So we do have magic pills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it 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 may not be that easy, and you may need help. You may need some encouragement, and I'm very happy to do that because we all need help from time to time. So the best way for you to lose weight is go out and bless somebody else, do something really, really healthy. Uh, you know, get your kick out of helping somebody. Um, I don't slow down when you're eating and visit with people. Put your phone down and have a conversation with someone when you're having dinner. So that'll help you digest better. <laughs> and yeah. with that, I hope you've digested our show this week. And uh, we are open for any ideas you may have about other shows you would like to hear topics on, because we're full of them. And uh, <laughs> we look forward yeah. to talking yeah. with you we're, next we're full, week. We're full of it. We are. You guys have a blessed week. <laughs>